unus liber, tantis liberis. Katie, Harry, Ben, Rachel, Bayush, Sileshi, Tariqua. Chapter 1. Generalizing about Virgil. Dialogue, Wisdom, Mission. And behold, I hear a voice. Pick it up and read it. Augustine, Confessions, Book 8, Line 12. Literary code and genre dictate the nature of the tacit communication between the poet and the audience. Charles Siegel, from his introduction to Conte's The Rhetoric of Imitation, page 9. Virgil wrote in code. The word code, as it occurs in the aforementioned citation, refers to poetic style and to the method by which a poet conveys meaning. Poetry is encoded through certain generic associations and elusive connections. Though originally composed for a scroll, Virgil's poems have been preserved for us in the form of a book known as a codex, the shape of a book that we still use today. The Latin word codex, as in caudex, originally bark, later book, is the origin of the English words code and codex. The epic code that the reader confronts when reading Virgil was itself recoded when it was transferred from the ancient scrolls to codex. Virgil composed three major poetic works, each in dactylic hexameters under the generic term epos, Greek word. Virgil's works can thus be classified as three manifestations of epic code. Virgil's earliest work, the Eclogues, is bucolic, to all appearances concerning the world of herdsmen. His second, the Georgics, is didactic, ostensibly on farming. His grand narrative, the Aeneid, is heroic. These distinctions within the code belonging to Epos represent the first signposts on our journey through Virgil's poetry. Of Codes and Codices To decipher Virgil's code, the reader must begin by accessing the codex in its modern book form. The modern form is derived from ancient and medieval sources, and such a history will be explored in the sixth chapter of this audiobook. For the moment, however, let us consider one such manuscript as contributing to the history of Virgil's text. In the 16th century, an important manuscript came into the hands of Francesco I de Medici, and thus it came to be called Codex Medicius. Francesco moved it from Rome to the seat of Medician influence, Florence. Housed in the Bibliotheca Medicia Lorenziana, this antique codex preserves emendations added in red ink by the 15th-century philologist Julius Pomponius Laetus, in Italian, Pomponio Leto. Prior to Leto, however, an early owner and editor of the manuscript had added a subscription in a tiny font at the end of the Eclogues, just before the opening of the Georgics. Tursius Rufius Apronianus Asterius vir Clarissimus et in lustris ex comite domesticorum protectorum ex comite privatarum largitionium, ex prefecto urbi patricius et consul ordinarius legi et distincti codicem fratris macari viri clarissimi. Non mei fiducia set eus qui siet ad omnia sum devotus arbitrio.
Vigenti unus maias Rome. I, Tertius Rufius Apronianus Asterius, right honorable former member of the protectors of the imperial house and former member of private distributors of wealth and former prefect of the city, patrician, and duly elected consul, read and punctuated this codex of my right honorable brother, in other words, friend, Macarius, not because of any confidence in myself, but because of my confidence in him, to whomsoever, possibly meaning my future reader, I have also in every respect been devoted with regard to my judgment, as in my job of editing, inscribed on April 21st at Rome.